Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the NFL East podcast. Make sure to follow the NFL East podcast on Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, join our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of NFL East podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. That's NFL boy Brandon. Follow him on YouTube. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure to follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. What's up, fellas? What's up? Let's go. Let's ride. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all Listen, right. Rush said that, but he has not been cooking all season long. Yeah. All right. Hey, Rich, that, that, mean, that means more from you than Russell Wilson right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it, I guess. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm gonna get my six points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's sad. Um, I don't understand what happened. I mean, he just fell off the face of the earth. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, don't I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. That was a worse trade than the uh, Brittany Griner trade. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> right. All right. Uh tonight's episode should be pretty good. We're going to do a little bit of news from the East. Um have some things going on in the NFL East and then we're going to do games of the week and take a look at different matchups and do our overall preview and predictions for week 14. How does that guy how does that sound to you guys? That's it. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, cool. Let's kick it off with news from the East. All right. Let's go ahead and start where we start. Uh, normally start every Thursday. Let's take a look at CBS week 14 of power rankings. Um, my Dolphins took a huge dive down five spots last week. They were at three this week. They have dropped out of the top five and are all the way down to eight. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, Washington took a couple spots back up to 11, um, from, from 13 last week. Uh, the, the Giants took a huge leap from 15 up to 12. But uh, none of these teams still not breaking the top 10. Um, Cowboys actually uh, broke the top three. How about that, Rich? Yeah, I'd still uh, I'd still put them above Buffalo, but Buffalo gets the love. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, yeah, Buffalo went up two spots. They were four last week in the power rankings, went up to two. So it's kind of cool, though, that uh, – the top three teams on here are all NFL East teams. That's that's pretty cool. It is. So, and everybody and all of the teams up there in the top seventeen looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Four in the top ten, and um, all every team um, in the top seventeen. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Last week we had uh, every team in the top fifteen. So the Pats dropped out of the. Um, were the were the t- was the team that dropped out of the top fifteen? They were fourteen last week and slid down to seventeen. Yeah, Brandon, are you comfortable with that? Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. You're telling me that Tampa or Los Angeles Chargers has been better than New England? I think not. 
So I, I think New England should still be at 15. I mean, the Chargers and in, in, in the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers can be at 16, 17. That's fine with me. But I think New England should still be at 15 uh, because the Chargers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have not proven to me that they're better than New England. I, I mean, they're, they're no worse, but they're not better either. We're all about right. the same. So. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. I would agree with that. They're all pretty mm-hmm. equal, and um, you know, you guys uh, do your job on Monday night and win that game, and hopefully the Dolphins will beat the Chargers, and next week you all will be back up in the top fifteen. Yeah, so, I'm not. I'm not counting Tom Brady out though. So yeah. Um, well, I, more. I need more of uh, that number fourteen team right there to lose to the number two team, and then we'll right. be back in the playoffs. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Yeah, I can't wait till the uh, Cowboys beat the Eagles, and then uh, then Buffalo will be number one again. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. It's gonna happen. A, has, a yeah. has nothing to do with B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, was there anything else? Anything else from yeah. Uh, yeah. the? CBS I would say I would say I'd rank the Giants twelve and or, or the Giants right above the Commanders. I think Giants should have won that game. I think they were the better totally. team on that day. So uh, even though it's only one spot, I'd switch them. I'd wrote. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's probably coming from a little bit of the week 13. Washington was ranked two spots higher already um, yeah. coming out of. They were at 13 and the Giants were at 15 last week. Uh, so they kind of didn't. They The tie didn't allow a jump, but it allowed both of them moving up. So. Right. Dad, Dad. Yep. I have a I have a problem with this uh, ranking a little bit, but it's outside of the NFL East. Is that fine if I go and rant for a second? Yeah, what do you got going on? How the fuck are the fucking Seahawks at ten when they barely beat a Los Angeles Ram team without any good quarterback? They had they had a freaking second or third string quarterback starting for them. And they still almost beat the Seahawks. If Baker would have been there, they would have beat the Seahawks. I can guarantee you that. So that that's all I'm saying. I don't understand how how the Seahawks are at ten when they barely beat a struggling Rams team last week. Yeah, that doesn't I, make sense. I, I, and it doesn't it doesn't come off of one week. I think though. I mean, they are seven and five, and Geno has played a lot better than uh, Baker Mayfield or any. Well, yeah, I would agree with that. But I'm saying they still barely beat the Rams. Well, yeah, I mean, but the Rams had a good week, and and I mean, look where the Rams are. They're all the way down at 29. They've only won three games this year. You know what I'm saying? Well, the um, week before that, they, week they 12, they lost in overtime to the to the Los Angeles Chargers. Where's the Chargers? Yeah, they, they've struggled since they come uh, back, the, the overseas game. Uh, the, the Seattle struggled in, um, yeah. and they've struggled since then, it seems like. So, yeah. But they had a really good beginning of the season. Um, oh, yeah. And that allowed them to, you know, to hold, uh, you know, that that spot at seven and five. You know, they're going to the playoffs. So um, the Rams ain't. I guarantee you that. <laughs> so, no. Well, yeah. if they keep on winning, if they keep on losing, then no. Yeah, I mean, it is. Seattle could, could fall out. But I don't see that happening. They got to play yeah. the Panthers this week. And the Panthers, right. in my opinion, are a whole lot better than the fucking Rams. So, right. All right. Sounds good. Um, 
a little bit of injury updates where it was the next thing that we had. Uh, Von Miller is officially ruled out for the season. So um, I don't know about you guys, but the video from the hospital bed uh, you know, made me smile and made me feel really bad for him. You know, both. But he seemed to be in good spirits. So, hey. Yeah, he was I, guess I need great, to be in good spirits. So, yeah, he was having a like, great season. I think did they go in and do exploratory surgery and just decided his his ACL was, yeah. was uh, that's what it looked like was yeah. uh yeah, and it looked yeah. like they needed to they got in there and realized they did need to do something. So hey, yeah. hey dad, dad. Yes, you know, you know those people that rock band that came out with that song, uh the Miami anthem song. You need to yep. hit them up and tell them to make a song about fuck Von Miller. Because fuck that bitch. <laughs> fuck the Buffalo Bills. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it sucks that he's out for season, but fuck the Bills. Fuck the Bills. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm with you on the Bills. I love Von Miller. Yeah, I'm with, yeah, I'm with you with the Bills. But, no, 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 no. no, no. Really I do, I do love Von Miller. Miller. I love Von Miller. I do, but I hate the Bills. And I, that's one of the reasons why I'm saying they should make that song because I, I like I was trying to get to, um, I feel like this is going to highly impact the bills. I, I feel like it has to impact them on defense somehow. I mean, it's not probably going to impact them to the point of where they don't make the playoffs. Cause they're already too good that we already know they're going to the playoffs, but like, is this going to keep them from going to the Super Bowl now? Because remember when he got signed, we were all sitting here saying, Oh, he could be that piece that pushes them over that takes them to the Super Bowl. Totally now we have to kind of question, okay, well, now they've lost that piece. Are they going to be able to get over that hump and go to the Super Bowl? So. Not, defensively, definitely not. And I, I, I stick to that. I think Von Miller was the piece that got the Bills over the edge. I think their defense with Von Miller goes from good to great. Um, they yeah. do not have that that um, that big threat um it, defensively now they don't get me wrong they are a very good defensive team um very disciplined defensive team but only good they're not great without von miller um they're scary with von miller so yeah. this this does nothing but benefits all teams in the afc <laughs> yeah <laughs> does nothing yeah. but benefits all teams in the afc so that's a great i agree with that he was their best defensive player he was definitely the scariest guy on the defense because he can yeah. just wreck the game uh, right. So that's going to be a big would, loss for them. It would be the equivalent of the Dallas Cowboys losing Micah Parsons. For sure. And then I, yeah. are they still a good defense? Yeah. But yeah. are you scared anymore to play their defense? No. no. You know what I'm saying? And that's the yeah. difference. That's yeah, the difference. I 100% agree. Yeah, they, yeah. It, Von Miller will be missed. They can still win him. They can still win it all without him. But Yeah, they got a great yeah. offense, and their defense is good. Their defense yeah. is good, real good. Yeah. But well, Von Miller will only be missed if you're not a Miami Dolphin, New England Patriot, or New York Jets fan. So right, right. But uh, but watching <laughs> great football players is what I like to do, and Von well, Miller yeah. is one of the best. So, yeah. um, we do have some news coming out of the Cowboys concerning a left tackle and um, a dude with uh his name go three initials OBJ or something like that. Wait, yeah. What's going on? What's going on? What do you got on there, Rich? Uh, with Tyron Smith, he started practice yesterday. Uh, they're saying he looks pretty good out there. Um, he's not going to start. He's not going to play this weekend against Houston, but uh, he could could be back next weekend or next. Yeah, for, for the next game. I think they'll want to give him one game before the Philadelphia game to kind of um, uh, get him back in the groove a little bit. Um, right. um, 
Zeke, uh, Zeke said that uh, uh, after the first practice with uh, Ty, Tyler or Tyron Smith, that uh, some of the defensive ends were hating it over there. So that's, <laughs> you know, that's a good sign. Um, right. Yeah. So um, yeah, when he gets back, he's scheduled to start. So I, you know, it's good positive news for the Cowboys, no doubt. Right. Cause he's a, right. uh, you know, when, when he's uh, when he's healthy, he's one of the best left tackles in the league. Yeah, all pro, okay, top all ten. Bro. So even definitely. even at this stage of his career. Yep. So, uh, couple, awesome, uh, and yeah. and that that'll be a great compliment for your rookie Smith. Right, and they're going to move him into guard. Where uh, uh, I think he's going to be both on the same side. Yeah, we're going to upgrade our left side of our offensive line, which has been playing pretty well. Um, they haven't been giving up a lot of sacks, and their run game is looking pretty good. So. It's only going to get better, so you can't can't hope for more than that if you're a Cowboys fan. Uh, Dan, um, I just wanted to say real quick. I don't I don't know if we have any injury reports on anything New England, but I did just find this on my Twitter an hour ago. Um, it, someone said that Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers is in concussion protocol and did not practice today. So right. That's not good. So yeah, that's not good at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's I did uh hear that and he, it looks like he's not gonna be out of protocol before. Um he might be out of protocol because you all don't play till Monday. Yeah. So is what I is what I heard. But that's not hundred percent. Definitely need to follow that for New England fans. Um what happened with the OBJ stuff going back to the Cowboys? Yeah, so um apparently um Jerry Jones with his uh, big mouth leaked that uh, OBJ is not going to be ready to play for five weeks, which puts you at the very end of the season. Uh, apparently they don't have much of an interest in signing him because he's not really going to be able to play until probably the, you know, at least maybe the second week of the playoffs and no guarantee the Cowboys will be there in the second week. So they don't want to invest in a contract with them, which is perfectly fine. It's perfectly within their reasons. A per- perfectly reasonable thing to do. However, um, you know, blabbing about it from Jerry Jones, um, I don't think is is cool at all. I don't no, think that, not that's not fair to OBJ. No. Um, Buffalo didn't do it, and neither did the Giants. Well, 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 Rich, Rich, real quick. That's the funny thing uh, because we was talking about that on Thursday, right? And I guess uh, the Giants heard word of Jerry Jones spending now, and they was like, oh, well, okay, now we can put it out there. So I seen a report that the New York Giants then came out and said the same thing as Jerry Jones. They said that OBJ is having a lingering ACL injury still, and he's not going to be ready to go for about five weeks, like he was, right. like Jerry Jones was saying. But, right, but yeah, he's going to be the, the, the G men's front office is going to be respectful and not yeah. throw his business. <laughs> yeah. Right. Unlike Jerry Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, o- OBJ had tw- put out on, t- on his Twitter, Twitter feed, a, just a simple uh, emoji of a chess pawn. Right. right. So just a yeah. pawn piece. Cause obviously it feels like a pawn in the, in a, in this sort of nego- game of negotiation that Jerry Jones is having in his own head, I guess. <laughs> right. You know, right. um, there's nothing wrong. I mean, um, Odell Beckham's got the right to negotiate whatever he, however he wants to, you know, whatever, if, exactly. who he wants to play for. He's a free agent. He can pick and choose his salary and his places, uh, playing destination. Um, it certainly feels like, um, 
it's slimy to sort of undermine that. If, if you're not interested in it, just just move along. You know, move along. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to. So I try to, uh, uh, you know, make it look like OBJ did something wrong. You know, right? Exactly. You know, he's looking for a long term deal anyway. So if, if Dallas isn't isn't interested in a long term deal, which you know they aren't, if they're, apparently they're not. So uh, that's Dallas. Right. You exactly. Know. Exactly. Move on. So yeah. I do have one more Dallas news though. If we can, I'll squeeze it in real yeah, quick. Yeah, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, yeah, James Washington. He we t- we haven't talked about him since like the preseason. He was the uh, wide receiver we uh, picked up from Pittsburgh in the off season, and uh, he broke his foot in training camp. Um, he is going to be he he's going to be uh, ready to play, and he may get his first uh, game game play this Sunday. Okay. So they are going to pick up another wide receiver. It's just going to be somebody that's already been on the team. <laughs> right. Um, right. And uh, really cool. We'll, we'll see what he does, but that's pretty good news. Right. Uh, Dad, I uh, just got an injury report update from the NFL app, and I scroll down to New England. So New England's injuries is Damian Harris with a thigh, Jacoby Myers with a concussion, Trent Brown with an illness, Isaiah Wynn with a foot and Jalen Mills with a groin. And then one that stood out to me right below New England for the New York Giants with Saquon Barkley. He was limited in practice today with a neck injury. Yeah, I so, saw that too. That's interesting. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So. I feel like he's going to play though. So they're probably just limiting his practice reps this week. Yep. So, yeah, and I have one more. Sure. I have one more kind of update for the Eagles. Uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, looks like he's on schedule to come back next week. He's el- eligible to play in the Chicago game. They say he's uh, working out. He's he might well most likely be ready to go. So Eagles get a, one of their weapons back. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, anything else before we go? Uh, as far as the Dolphins, uh, my Dolphins are concerned. Um, Teron Armstead, it's still not participating. Like I said. Before, I do not expect him back until Christmas, maybe the week after. Um, Jalen Waddle is uh, still on the injury report. That's kind of scary. You guys know my take on this offense takes two primetime wide receivers to run it properly. Um, but it looks like he is going to be able to play, and Tua looks like he is going to be able to play. Um, the other news that we have that I have coming out of the Dolphins camp is I'm sure you guys have seen this. It's uh, involves the Pro Bowl game, and Tua leads the Pro Go the Pro Bowl game voting by fans. Have you all seen this? I did um, see that. I think that's yeah. uh, that's a lot of love for Tua. I'm a little that's surprised. Pretty freaking awesome, baby. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, here in a couple weeks. You're going to be calling them primetime Tua anyways as we go back-to-back primetime games. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Miami Dolphins are five out of their last six primetime games. So um, uh, we hopefully they will be able to keep it going. So here we go. I got the list up um, for anybody listening to this. We do go live on uh, YouTube. Our, we go live on our Twitter feed. We go live on our Facebook feed. Um, you guys could be watching this right now. We often throw stuff up on the screen that we're talking about. I try to do the best to keep uh, let you all know what's up there, but um, come join us live sometime Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. 
Okay, so we got Tua coming in at one uh, with 138,390 votes when this was posted. That's pretty cool. Um, the reason why I went ahead and just took this whole thing and threw it up there, look how many uh, NFL East t- players are up there, man. Jalen Hurst coming in second, Saquon Barkley in the top four. Um, Alec Ingold. <laughs> That's awesome for the Miami Dawson's with 98,000 votes. Not bad for a fullback. Um, we have, uh, of course, Tyreek Hill made the list. Um, Teron Armstead. Dude's not even playing and making the list uh, at 21,000. So. Is there this many people in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You think it's all it, what you all what you all fail to understand in the rest of the NFL East is uh, Miami Dolphin fans are, are not from a lot of Miami Dolphins fans are not only from South Florida, baby. We're worldwide, <laughs> and obviously we are because uh, we're pouring in, um, giving uh, I, our number one uh, quarterback the love right uh, now. So I don't know. This is cool. Bad. There's some shady ballot stuff going on there. I don't this know. Is, well, this is fan voting. You all need to get on there. You can vote. So uh, well, fan voting. Votes. I, I love that uh, uh, Jalen Hurst is second place with 107,990. That's pretty Man, cool. He's getting a, a lot of love, I guess. That's- Saquon Barkley coming in fourth. So at 122. Um, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Tyree Kill only has 132,000. Come on, Miami Dolphins fans. Let's get that vote up. So, all right, a little bit of fun, a little bit of love. The uh, if you guys are so you guys got everything with news from the east. The only thing I have left before we go to games of the week is check this out. This is the hardest remaining schedules, and I came across this and you know, it just uh, flipping through, and I was like, holy crap, this is not good. There's four out of the top 10 teams. Um, two, like the uh, number two, um, New England comes in second. Once again, we are throwing stuff up on the screen. That's why you need to watch this podcast live. What we put up was the hardest schedules remaining, uh, top 10. And we have the New England Patriots at two. Um, the New York football giants tied with the New England Patriots at two as the second hardest schedule remaining. Dolphins are up there at nine. And um, the Washington Commanders wrap up the top 10 with the, the 10th hardest schedule. Um, you do not see your Cowboys up here, definitely, with their no. easy-ass schedule. Um, this is going to be really hard for, I believe, both the New England Patriots and the uh, New York football Giants because they're, they're both teams that are – well, the New England Patriots are on the outside looking in, but – or like one game bouncing each week back in and out of the playoff pitcher. Um, and it's going to be hard with the, how hard their schedule is. We've already done our December preview. We know how hard their schedule is. I just thought uh, that compared to everybody else's schedule, it's that hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's not good. Not good well, for the Giants because I think the yeah. Giants are on that borderline also where um, I could see Washington knocking them out. But Washington supposedly has a top 10 um, hardest schedule remaining. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be brutal for the Giants there. I, I, they played Philly twice and the uh, Commanders. So, uh, yeah, th- this could be – they could spiral, you know, out of contention here if they don't make something happen. Or they could surprise us like they have in the early part of the season. So, Right. Yeah. But, yeah, they're going to be – that's brutal. So. Right. 
Yeah, it's really hard. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are in their hardest stretch right now, um, in my opinion, are um, 0-1 in their hardest stretch. Going, You know, I've still got a few games. Um, I, I have them without Teron Armstead. I have them going two and two, two for two, and that's fine. And then I believe, you know, between the Patriots and Jets game at home, Jets game at home, Patriots in Gillette, um, you'll only have to win one of those games to make the playoffs. Um, if you do better the, in our remaining games, then you can actually challenge the Bills for the division. But um, they do have a rough schedule. They do have yeah. a rough schedule. Do you got anything to say, Brandon, on the New England's tough schedule? Yeah, um, I was actually going to get to that. Um, so I got our Nets five games pulled up. So we play Arizona this week, which should be easy. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders next week, which again would be easy, but these next three games, week 16, 17, and 18, is crucial and they're going to be must win games for us. We starting off with the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the Gillette Stadium on Christmas Eve day. And then we got to play you, your team, dad, the Miami Dolphins at home on uh, January 1st. And then we got to travel to uh buffalo new york to wrap things out january 8th so those right. are we're gonna have to win two at two out of the three of those to even make it's the rough so yeah it's rough 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 <laughs> stuff right there um the cincinnati Bengals are putting a are making a big push in the afc um it's interesting to see them at that top four of the toughest schedules remaining um they do have an extremely rough schedule so yeah, that's definitely going to take them out of home field advantage, I think. But they are playing their best ball right now. They, right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's you're in schedule. Uh, Dallas is tough part of the schedule is the first two months of the season. So we right, are, yeah, they did pretty good through it. So yeah, they're surprisingly good through those those games. It was uh, yeah, it was so good that Dak Prescott got scared and had a boo boo and couldn't play him and it, like you know he, was he had to come back and get his job for. Right. He's like, he's like, I'm going to come back when the schedule gets a little easier. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah but uh, yeah, no, no. And it, I mean, your backup quarterback really stepped up during that yeah. time and, um, you know, and, and did really good, which is awesome, man. And that, right. that's put, that's put you, uh, the Miami or the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott in the position that you're in now, which is awesome. Right, Cooper Rush kind of saved our season there for sure. What's what's right. uh, interesting is Cooper Rush has played the last two games as well because we've had such big leads. We've let him come back in and uh, uh, clean up as a backup, right? So, which is pretty cool. Which is which is fun. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. awesome, and he definitely deserves it. He played his ass off. So. Yeah, he'll get a nice contract next year. Yep, because uh, he, he's on a one year deal, so right. he won't be signing for a million dollars anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll be a lot. It'll lot. His next check will be nice. Right. That's that's cool. All right. That's all I got for news from the east. Are you guys good? Yeah. Um, if so, I'm yeah. gonna be switching. Let's switch and focus um in on week 14. Everybody hang out. We got a uh, week 14 NFL East top matchups. We're gonna break those down um for you, and then we're gonna take a look at the games of the week, and of course give you our predictions on um, on how this is going to play out. So let's kick it with a little bit of games.
All right. So this is a this is a um, little segment that I put together uh, because I was looking at these games and I was like, wow, this is um, some interesting stuff we got going on here with these games of the week and just some of the matchups. Um, of course, you know, you got the Tua Herbert came out of the same draft, all that crap. I don't like that. We are going to get to that. But uh, like stuff that grabbed my attention was this uh, New York football Jets defense, fourth ranked overall defense coming up against Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. How cool is that as a mm-hmm. matchup um, again? So. And this is the uh, second matchup for this team, right? Second uh, matchup, Jets, yes. Jets beat them in the first matchup. time. Uh, the first Jets game. beat them. So right. Bill's looking for a little bit of revenge here, um, right? Uh, but Jets didn't. Jets were using uh, Zach Wilson in this in the first game meeting, right? So now they're going to use Mike White. I'm assuming. Right. the The yeah. big thing, the big difference is this game is in Buffalo. So. Yeah. So. Um, but, but so go ahead. Yeah. No, uh, this guy, yeah, this was the, the, like in the first matchup, that was really the sort of the, um, coming down to earth for the bills. Right. Like they, I think they lost, this was maybe they lost two out of three games in this stretch when they originally played the jets. So they haven't fully recovered from it. (laughs) Right. So, uh, uh, but the jets are, that's an amazing defense over there. I'm sure they're going to try to, uh, uh, win that game again and you got Mike White who's more functional as an offensive quarterback than Zach Wilson was so um I expect this game to be tight right right I, I do too and especially with um losing Von Miller um and like I said earlier that makes um, in my opinion the Bills defense um good not great but taking a look at them if you remember in the last game for the season, Stefan Diggs has 1,202 yards, 10 touchdowns, but they put Sauce Gardner on him and it shut him down in the first game. So um, that's uh, that's going to be, I think, another big thing. They're going to have to do that if you can contain Stefan Diggs. And um, and and the other thing that the these Jets defense, the Jets defense is really good at is getting after the quarterback. And um, Josh Allen has showed us. Actually, starting—I I believe it started back in the the Jets game—of um, getting a little frustrated um, and, and making bad decisions. He he does have eleven interceptions this year. That's uh, that's a lot, y'all. That is a lot of interceptions so, um, for a quarterback. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? I think it leads the league, right? Or it's, it's right. up there. Yeah, it's definitely up there. If it doesn't leave the league, I mean, but it just you know, like. Um, we're going to be talking about Tua and Herbert. Tua has five. Herbert only has seven. You know, 11 is a lot <laughs> for that upper echelon of, of quarterbacks. It's hard, you know, it's hard to get up there. So, um, and I think that, that this is the type of defense that has the ability of frustrating him and making and putting him in that place to make those dumb decisions. So, Yeah, and I think they will kind of contain uh, Stefan Diggs. I, I don't. Well, yeah, yeah. I think they, they definitely have the ability with Sauce Gardner. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I have, they they will limit him. I mean, you, you can't stop him, but hope to contain him maybe. Um, but yeah, the it puts a lot of pressure on the Bills' offense without without Stefan Diggs, you know, having his way. So yep. yeah, this could be a, a this could be a, a jet sweep here, right? 
Right. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but it's very possible. You got anything on this game, Brandon, before I move to the next one? Nothing outside of I need the Jets to lose this game. So <laughs> I'm going for the Bills. Okay. All right. Um, the next one up that I came up with. Um, it, the, now, this one's pretty fun. Eagles running game. Uh, Sanders has 924 yards, nine touchdowns. And, of course, the second the person with the second most yardage is their quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Uh, 609 yards and another nine touchdowns um, against the Giants running game. Saquon Barkley has 1,055 yards. There's that 1,000-yard season I was telling y'all about um, at the beginning, you know, back in preseason. Remember when I told y'all, Saquon? Yeah, he's having a great year. All right, Saquon Barkley, 1,055 yards, eight touchdowns. Daniel Jones has a 522 yards and four rushing touchdowns. Um, this is kind of equal. The difference between this, I think, I think Hurts, Jalen Hurts is a little bit better runner than Daniel Jones, but Daniel Jones, he's got legs. He's fast. You know what I'm saying? He's fast. He's got the wiggle. Um, I think one of the biggest differences in this has nothing to do with their running ability. And um, I think that Hertz has more options to run because of their high-powered wide receivers they have, which allows him to pull back on that with that pass option, um, where Daniel Jones, he don't really have nobody to throw the damn ball to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, it, yeah. I, I, just, I, I honestly believe that if the Giants could get with Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones could get one or two high-powered wide receivers they could be every every bit as good as the eagles you know and offensively i think with daniel jones so what do you guys think i agree 100 percent. i think uh i do think daniel jones is just as good a runner as jalen hurts probably a better better thrower but he has no wide receivers there but uh if i was them i'd go with this i'd use the same offense that philadelphia uses you know um and uh you know get daniel jones out there in open space uh, he can, you know, they, they can move the ball that way, I think, because it, and they don't have receivers. That's a huge advantage for Jalen Hurts because you do have to defend. It's, it's really huge. It pulls the defense back. Um, yeah. And it's what opens up the lanes for him to right. run in. So right. he has he has bigger running lanes and more running opportunity than Daniel Jones. Um, yeah. That's the biggest part of this matchup. Right. And Philly, you know, Philly likes to run. They like to run Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's that's almost an yeah. an option on almost every play. So well, that's, a, I, that's a little bit different than Daniel Jones. But well, uh, the, the Giants just started that this year. They were they really I mean, with the you know, their new coach came in and was like, whoa, wait a minute. I got a quarterback that can run. He's a dual threat. And he started creating plays for Daniel Jones to run. That's why he's up over 500 yards. That's why they've been so great. That's why they're a dual threat with Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones. You don't know who's getting the ball. You know what I'm saying? And both of them will will hurt you. You know what I'm saying? If you don't account for both of them. And Daniel Jones has proved that this year. um, And it's 100% coaching. The coaching has done that. Daniel Jones up up to this point in his – NFL career, no coach was smart enough to realize that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They finally did this year. But yeah, no, I I, t- I see what you're saying though, Rich, is they run Hurts a lot more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I think a lot of that, Hurts could have thrown the ball. And a lot of those pass options, he could have checked the ball down or hit one of his wide receivers. He's got better with his passing game 
um, and throwing the ball, I still don't think Hurts throws the ball as good as Daniel Jones. I don't. No. I think no, Daniel Jones is a better thrower of the ball. Um, Jalen Hurts is probably a little bit better runner of the ball, but yeah. I, I'm not going to knock Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones runs the ball better than any any of our quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? He runs the ball better than, you know, I mean, he's got legs. The dude's fast, and he's athletic, yeah. you know, and he's a big yeah. boy. So, um, I mean, but I don't that- know. I, I think the big difference to me, Brandon, and then I'll let you talk is, yeah. it, and that's what it is. I think Daniel Jones to be the true threat with his arm, that'll open up his legs. And yeah. um, to do that, you got to have somebody better, better than Slayton. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, yeah. that's your problem. So, yeah. Yeah. They need some stars on that team, which they're not going to have this year. I mean, outside of Saquon and a, a few of their players, but they don't have the star power. The Eagles do. That's for sure. No. So. But this could be this could be a this could be a brawl. Um, yeah, better not be another tie, dude. Well, all, all I <laughs> all I wanted tie. to well, say real quick is um, I definitely agree with you guys. I think Daniel Jones is a better passer. Jalen Hurst is probably a little bit better of a runner. Uh, but I do like well, like you said, Dad. I do like that Brian Dable has come out and realized that. Uh, Daniel Jones is a dual threat quarterback and coach of the year on him to run coach of the um, year, Brian. Dable? Yeah. 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 I think Not before is, last but, week, um, <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is in this game, I think he's going to draw up some design running plays for Daniel Jones. I think we might see a couple of times where he fates the ball to Saquon Barkley. And that's the one thing that always hurts the Eagles is the running game. So they're going to think Saquon got it go that way and we might see Daniel Jones break it off the other way. You know, I, I think somehow Definitely. Brian Definitely. Dables going to draw up a couple of design running plays for Daniel Jones in this game. So I think they should. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Tennessee was smart enough to do it last year, last yeah. week or right. They, they didn't seem like they tried were and failed running. But, so. Right. No, yeah. I, I totally agree with you, Brandon. Um, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. That's the reason yeah. The reason why I think the Giants have a chance um, to win this game is because, like you said, Brandon, that's the Eagles, the, the one fault they have on that defense or one of the biggest faults they have on that defense is the ability to stop the run. Well, and that's the reason why I wanted to do this matchup and head-to-head because I think the combination of Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones is a scary-ass running game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because on those pass options, you don't know who's going to get it. And you don't know if Daniel Jones is going to throw the ball or run the ball. That's the problem. You know, if you give him that run option, um, that's pretty scary in and of itself. I just wish he had bigger threats that could pull the back of that defense down. You know what I'm saying? Then the linebackers wouldn't know. Do they need to come up, stop the run or help in the back? You know, and the um, and your safeties are the same way. You could they would they would be forced if you had AJ Brown or somebody like that on this on this offense, they would be forced to drop their safeties into double coverage. You know what I'm saying? And that's what helps the Eagles and 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 opens up lanes. Yeah, that's 100 percent right, uh, Josh. Yeah, um, yeah, they don't, they're not putting any stress on the DBs back there for Philadelphia, so they're going to just load the box up, look for the run, exactly. look look to take you know keep containing. Uh, Barkley and stuff. Barkley needs a big game. He needs a hundred yard game. Yeah, he's due one. He's due. He's due, he's due one. one. Hundred and fifty yard game. So yeah, if, if the Giants have any chance to win this game, Barkley's got to go off. Yeah, I agree really? with that. All right, and I could definitely Next. see it as well. So 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Me too. Yeah. Me too. We'll save our predictions, so we, we got that and games of the week. Um, all right, last one that I had, and then if you guys have any matchups you want to talk about, of course, is the drawn out. If you're a um, Miami Dolphins fan like me, you're sick of hearing about, you've heard about it for two years, you um, hate this topic, but it has to come up. Um, it's the second time since um, they were drafted that they're meeting. And of course I'm talking about Tua versus Herbert um, last time. The first time they met, the only other time they met Miami Dolphins won that game. It was in Miami. Okay. So here we go. Matchup to a 2,859 yards, 21 touchdowns and only five interceptions and the uh, leader for pro bowl voting by the way, um, Justin Herbert, 3,339 yards, 20 touchdowns, and only seven interceptions. So they're pretty matched up, um, pretty pretty um, even. Uh, Herbert does have a few, and this is the thing, Herbert does have a few more um, yards, and but um, Tua has one more touchdown, and the big thing to me is two less interceptions and I don't know how many games Justin Herbert missed this year, but I do know Tua has missed the three. So he's done this in not 13 games. He's only done this in 10 games. So, um, but well, I, I feel well, like Herbert missed, missed a couple missed games. Any games this year. I, I, yeah, I'm not for sure. I knew that he was injured there for a little while. I don't know of how many games he missed or if he played through injury or not, but um, this matchup's all, always interesting. And I, but every time it comes up, what first pops in my head is you guys know that they don't play each other, right? It's really right. Tua against the Chargers defense and Herbert against the Miami Dolphins defense. I mean, you guys know that. Well, yeah, but they always compare all. the quarterback. They're not, they're not even on the field at the same fucking time except the end of the game. You guys know yeah. that, right? To shake each other's hands. I mean, yeah. That's what do you guys think? What do y'all think about this matchup? You go ahead, Brandon. Uh, I I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, they're both really, really, really good quarterbacks. And they, you know, they're, they're both. Uh, I mean, when they first came out, I, you know, Dad, I was like, okay, Herbert's better than Tua because Tua had a really s- slow start. But this season, I would say Tua is by far better than Herbert. And it, it, one of the things that you was reading off, Dad, but you didn't point out, um, Tua has what a, a thousand yards or less, uh, just below um Herbert, and he's done it in less attempts. Uh, Tua only has 317 attempts to Herbert's 510 attempts. So, I mean, it, it's almost a 200, 200 different on attempts, and they're almost at the same yardage and stuff. I don't know. I just don't understand why we keep on having this comparison. I don't know yeah. why they keep on. Comparing oh, believe me, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, the, the love that Justin Herbert gets is ridiculous. He's a great player. I mean, he's could be a great player. He's he's a nice quarterback. Um, he's not Peyton Manning, but people people just uh, well, I, want, they want to crown him. It's like, not only it's not only people. It's the NFL. The NFL is the one pushing this. No, he's not Peyton Manning, but they needed they need the next Peyton Manning. Yeah, I think um, there's a lot to that. Same thing with Mahomes. 
Mahomes is a great quarterback, right? Um, and they need the NFL to carry that torch to keep the NFL going. Eventually, Brady's going to retire. They need another Brady. They need another Manta- right. Montana. They need another, um, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Dan Marino. They need another, uh, you know, Manning brothers. They they need that. You know what I'm saying? And and they're trying to create that. That's why they hype him up way more than he deserves. I mean, the dude has a great arm. He gets tons of yards every year. You know what I'm yeah. saying? How many fucking playoff games has he won? How many times has he been to the fucking playoffs? Guess what? The same amount as Tua. You know right. what I'm saying? He's equal to Tua, and Tua's outplaying him this year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. so. Yeah. Well, well, not not only that, not only that, but the one thing I do got to say is Justin Herbert hasn't proven anything to me because it seems like shit. every time every time his team's in a prime position of where they need to win at least one or two more games to make the playoffs, Justin Herbert starts choking. He can't win those games. He loses I, I, them. I got, I got news yeah. to you guys. That's coaching. That's coaching. They, they're, no, right. They've got a terrible coach shit. there. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. But also, even through the terrible coaching, you eventually got to step up and be a better quarterback and drive your team to that playoff game. Yeah. And and it's okay if you're not – if you got to work your way up to there. It's just – they've just crowned him from the get-go. Yeah, um, right. And when he does not make the playoffs, which is every year he's been in the league, uh, right. it's, it's never, you know – why isn't he living up to the hype on him? It's all mm-hmm. well, the team around him is not very good. And yeah. you'll hear it constantly. Yeah. Uh, and you'll love this. Much. I, I heard somebody, this commentator that I follow said, uh, can you imagine Justin Herbert in the Miami Dolphins offense? Right. Like, whoa, it would be totally different than it is now. Uh, right. But you can look at two of his numbers. They're perfectly fine. You know, there's, right. Exactly. If you factor in, especially factor in that he's missed a couple of games there. Um, right. Yeah. Two is having, Three. but, 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 yeah. but I mean, Rich, come on, think about it. They have a good running back in, uh, in Austin Eckler. Absolutely. They have great, a great good, running back. They ha- yeah. Great they have two back. good wide receivers when Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are both healthy. Exactly. So, I mean, re- realistically, exactly. when they go, oh, think about it, if he would be with the Dolphins. Okay, when healthy, the Chargers are like the Dolphins. They have the pieces. They have a running back. They have the wide receivers they need. They have the offensive line. Like, I don't get it why people are sticking up for Justin Herbert. Yeah, it's a little over the top and crazy. I agree. I don't, uh, you know, yeah, they've had some injuries this year. Uh, Rasheed Slater's out for the year. But uh, how's how's Dolphins offensive line holding up? Yeah, right, exactly. Tackles, right? exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, you know, you'll never hear, you know, two would be would be great if his tackles were better, you know. Right. If he had better offensive linemen. Because they're mean, they, now both both quarterbacks have struggled with coaching um as they as you know as they come in. I believe Herbert's still stuck under a bad coach. Um Tua finally got a, a good coach, a coach that will coach him up this year and has an offense that plays to his strengths, which is great. Um and a general manager that brought in the primetime help. But like Brandon pointed out, Herbert already has that primetime. I, I already has those superstars surrounding mm-hmm. him. Um, Herbert, it, it, it's really simple to me. It's um, and I, I don't understand why they can't see it. Um, but it's it's the offensive line, the defensive line trenches, the trenches and the coaching. That's what's wrong 
with the Chargers. You know what I'm saying? That's what's wrong with the Chargers every year. That's what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, and if that falls on your general manager, that's not bringing the right big boys in there. You know, if that's if that goes to your offensive line and defensive line coaches that are not calling the right schemes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, whatever it is, you need to fix that. But ultimately, it, it it's your coach sucks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so I mean yeah, that's right. that's the problem yeah, but- that I see with the Chargers, um, and that's the problem that I've seen with with the Miami Dolphins and um, with having a defensive coach that obviously didn't like the quarterback or wasn't invested in the quarterback, and that's how we felt when Coach Flo was there. You know what I'm saying? And this, and that, I believe that's why you've seen Tua grow so much this year. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, I guess the thing is everybody can agree, even the haters – that Tua has grown this year. This is by far his best year, right? Has sure. he grown to the point where people will start shutting up about Herbert and trying to compare him to Herbert? I think they should because I think this year he's proven he's just as good or better than Herbert. You I think know what so I'm saying? Too. So shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People are so quick to put Herbert in a, as a top five quarterback. Every top right. every top ten quarterback list you see, it's got Herbert in the top five. He hasn't done shit. He hasn't done no, anything. Nothing I mean, at all. Uh, put up big numbers. That's it. Yeah. yeah he I gets mean, a lot look, of yardage. Yeah, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow gets a lot of that love too, but at least he's beaten some teams that were better than his team. Joe Burrow went to the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. He won an yeah. AFC. Uh, he owns AFC. Kansas City. I, I mean, I mean, honestly, honestly, champion. right now, honestly, right now, Rich, Joe, Joe Burrow deserves to be probably in that five to ten. Yeah, I don't have yeah quarterbacks. You I know totally what I'm saying? Agree. Right. But, yeah, I don't but Herbert doesn't. Herbert, like we said, he hasn't done shit. He he can't even push his team over the hump of getting in the playoffs. Like. Right. So, or, or he just can't know. beat a team that's better than his team. Yeah, which, right. Which you know, Joe Burrows does. You know, he has beaten teams right. that were better than Cincinnati. All right, cool. So, yeah, yep. uh, uh, Herbert's fine, but yeah, they crowned him already. They crowned him before right. he started playing. Right, and and, and, and the, I'm te- and my opinion is is because they need they need somebody to fill those shoes, and he throws. You know, he throws. To me, he looks more like a, the next uh, Philip Rivers. Um, not the next Peyton Manning. So well, there you go. <laughs> well, he's in the right place to be that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, uh, uh, let's see what the fans think. Do you see um, uh, Justin Her- uh, Herbert's name on this list here? I, I don't see him. I don't see him. No. I don't see him. So maybe they'll shut the fuck up. Um, I don't know. Whatever. No. All right, cool. Let's run through the games, give our yeah. predictions. If you have anything – um, we probably need to talk a little bit more about the Cowboys game and the Patriots game because we have not brought them up in matchups. So if y'all want to spend a little bit of time on your team's game this week, that's totally cool. Other than that, let's just give predictions and run through this. Jets, Bills, Sunday, 1 o'clock. Ooh. Like we said in matchups, this is a great Oh my god. Um it's gonna be close. Oh, I almost want to call it a draw. I you know the Jets beat them once. I think they split. I think they split with the Bills. I think the Bills are gonna take this um barely. Um I, it's gonna be a great, great game. I love the matchup of the Jets defense taking on um taking them on again. Um it's in Buffalo and and they've already beat them once. I think they'll split with them. Um that, that's my opinion. What do you got? I'm gonna go with the Jets. Okay. I think they uh, cool. the squeak they squeak out a win there. I think they just match up really nice with Buffalo's offense. Probably like a 17-16 game. 
Right. Okay. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Bills only for the sole reason of I need them to win this game. So <laughs> there's that. All right, that's cool. a good enough reason. I, 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 lo- I lo- Yeah, I love that you bring the fandom. Yeah, yeah. bring the fandom. Hey, hey, awesome. New England, New England, New England uh, fans are all behind me as well, Dad. We need okay. the Jets to lose, all right? Yeah, yeah, I, and I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't think the Jets are good enough to sweep the Bills. I think they're good enough to beat the Bills, and guess what? They, be, they beat the Bills. Are they good enough to sweep them? I don't know. Um, I'm hoping the Miami Dolphins are um, here in uh, the next week or so. Um, all right, let's uh, talk about probably the le- the most least interesting game <laughs> of the week, and it all takes place in one state. And of course, I'm talking about the Texans Cowboys. Uh, yeah, this is like a bye week for the Cowboys, probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, uh, this the point spread on this game is 17 and a half points. Insane. Um, wow. Well, uh, so, I uh, mean, Rich. I'm going to keep this under like under a minute because we don't need to spend too much time on it. Uh, Davis Mills is going to be back at quarterback. Um, uh, Damian Pierce is still going to be a threat for the Cowboys. That's really the best offense I think they're going to muster is to get their run yeah, going. Definitely, I don't think it's going to factor into the game, but it uh, is the weakest part of the of that defense, though. Right, but they've been playing the run, good. So. They've been playing good against Minnesota. Yeah, they've, they've done. They've kind of yeah, contained them. Got back on the run. Defense. They held Dalvin Cook. Right. To and it, once, as soon as the Cowboys score twenty one points, it's going to be over because I don't think Texas is not going to manage to to get their points up. So uh, one more thing. So it should be an easy Cowboy win, probably at least 13 points win, I think. But uh, here's a little fun fact. Uh, The very first game that the Houston Texans played, their franchise opening game was the first game of the season in 2002 against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, The score of that game was 19 to 10 Houston Texans. Wow. uh, (laughs) Right. Uh, Unbelievable. So embarrassing. Like they lost – the, the Dallas Cowboys lost to Houston, Texas very first game. Wow. Uh, you know, the supplemental draft was killer for Houston that year. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, there's not really a rivalry with the Cowboys, but I'll never forget that. I watched that game and I was like, man, I was just, it, it called me to question your sure. fandom, you know, right. right. <laughs> when you lose to a franchise team, holy cow, <laughs> on their first game, the very All first right, game. I- all I got to say about this game is um, the Dallas Cowboys offense is going to go take a little nap uh, in the Salvation Army kettles until uh, halftime. And then they're going to wake up and be like, oh, we're down by 17 nothing. Well, that's no problem. And they're going to score 21 or more on the damn uh, Houston Tetsons. Because if you guys watch the Houston Tetsons the last couple of games, they played great in the first and second quarter. And then it's like they go into the locker room and Lovey Smith is like, if you lose this, I mean, if you win this fucking game for us, I'm going to beat the shit out of every single one of you all. We're trying to tank here, lose the game. And then they come out after halftime and they completely suck ass. Have you all realized that? It's like they're purposely Yeah, they, they definitely have had a better, they definitely have played better in the first half. So that's definitely yep. true. Yeah. So um, maybe uh, maybe the Cowboys will put Micah Parsons at running back so he can uh, score a touchdown and jump in that kettle. I want to see it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see Micah in the kettle. You get in. All that right. Kettle. So around the board, I'm pretty sure. Are we? We got it. Cowboys. Cowboys yeah. and Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. All, right, cool. All right. Next up, Eagles 
Giants. Um, this game was one of our games in our matchup. I have the New York football Giants um, pulling this one out, um, beating the Eagles. And uh, Saquon Barkley, I believe, is going to have a big day. Um, and Daniel Jones is going to, um, I think Brian Dable is going to take a little bit of the Eagles playbook, like you guys said that they should, and um, have some design runs for, um, have some designs runs for Daniel Jones, and uh, um, you know it's it, and it's going to be on pass plays. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to take off on that pass option, and uh, and once he gets his legs going, we don't know what can happen. Uh, this defense, the the main reason why I'm doing the picking the Giants is because the Giants defense is good. We did not bring it up, probably should have, in news from the East. They got three defensive players coming back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, they're they're um, finally getting healthy on defense and has played good on defense. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They should have won that Washington game by far. They, they played great on defense the whole game. You know what I'm saying? And what they specialize in is stopping them. So, I mean, and that's the thing, that, that defensive line is huge. They're big. They're good. And um, it, what kind of scares me is those design runs from Hertz. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so they're going to have to put some kind of spy out there or something and figure that out. But I think other than that, they, this team does not scare me at all. Um, well, that's a damn lie. A.J. Brown's pretty badass. <laughs> so, I mean, he, it don't matter if you got him draped. He could still catch the ball. And he proved that against Tennessee. So, of course, it's scary. But uh, I got the Giants. What about you guys? I definitely think think this could be upset city here, but I, I, I predicted earlier that the Eagles will win this game. I think the uh they'll probably get on to a, a early lead like they tip, typically do and then just hold on to the end. So I got the Eagles squeaking it out there, holding uh holding a lead to the uh to the end. That uh, this could really I like the Giants this year. They they're they're not bad to watch and they play hard. They're I love their coach, but they just need some more manpower. So yeah, hopefully this isn't a just a spiraling, circling the drain effect for the Giants. But let's see if, let's see what the, if we can get an upset here. But I'm not predicting it. Cool, cool. Um, I got the Giants winning. So okay. Is there any other reason that I didn't already bring up why you think they're going to win, or is that just your prediction? I mean, honestly, pretty much for the same reasons of what you said. Um, I, I would say with their passing game, but uh, Wondell Robertson is out for a year. He was having a pretty good He's season. Out. Slayton so, is, is, is yeah. coming out back off injury, though. Yeah, um, they they don't have anybody to throw the ball to. Dude. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it sucks. So, yeah. Um, but you know they they'll they're yeah okay cool they're gonna call it out. they're gonna pull it out that's what I believe. All right. Uh, Sunday night, 8.20 p.m., the Flex game. Flexing the Cal, uh, or I mean the Miami Dolphins, to primetime with the Chargers. We got uh, Dolphins, Chargers. What do you guys got? Um, i say the Dolphins rebound off their loss last week. I think they uh, they come out on all cylinders, and they're going to look good, and they're going to win this game pretty comfortably. Yeah, I got uh, I got the Dolphins winning this as well, and um, I got it for the fact of what we were talking about earlier. I think Tua is finally uh, sick and tired of hearing who's better, him or Herbert. He's going to make them shut the fuck up and make them realize that it's him. So 
I, I see him having a pretty good passing uh, game in this game, and I, I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a pretty good game in this as well. Um, of course, if Jalen Waddle's pay, playing, then I think both of them have a good game. But yeah, right. So okay, cool. Um, well, I said earlier this week on the, the Mr. McDolphin podcast that this is a game that the Dolphins could easily lose, but it's a game that they definitely should win. <laughs> they're they're a lot more talented than the team they're going up against. They've been playing a lot better this year than the team they're going up against. They're a lot better coached. They have a lot better, um, well, maybe not a lot better, but they they have better weapons. They have a better defense if the defense can actually step up and play like they should be playing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it To me, this game, uh, like I said earlier in the week, it's going to all come down to Tua. If Tua comes out and plays like he did against San Fran, well, guess what, Dolphin fans? you're losing this game. Tua can't play like that. Tua, I mean, the good thing is, is Tua don't play like that. Not this year. He doesn't play like that. He's a smart decision maker. He's the one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. He, you know what I'm saying? He has two great weapons. Um, and he has a good running game to support him and a defense that can hold other teams off. And if they come out, if they come out clicking on all cylinders, like they've done multiple, multiple, multiple times this year, they're going to blow the fucking Chargers out of the water. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're going to blow them out of the water. But so uh, do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. The Chargers got a pretty good defense. The Chargers do got some weapons. They got a pretty good damn, um, as much as we, you know, bag on them, he, he's a pretty damn good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think this is going to be a good game. I think Tua is going to have his bounce back game. He's going to play more like he has been playing and not like he played against San Fran. And um, I, th- I got the Dolphins uh, uh, pulling this game out. And, um, yeah, and then and then heading back east after that. So. I agree. I, I agree with you. I think it is going to be a good bounce-back game for uh, Miami. I think they're going to show out. I think two is going to have a nice game. He's going to have a really great game. And Chris Collinsworth is going to talk about how great Justin Herbert is. Exactly. As Tua wins the game. Yeah. You know, we're going to talk about how great Justin Herbert is. All right. That's your Sunday games. Let's wrap it up. Monday, 8.15 p.m. Patriots, Cardinals. Brandon, who's winning this game? Uh, As of right now, as we look at it, I got New England winning. Uh, I mean, by far, New England has a better defense than Arizona. But uh, the major thing that's going to come down to it for me is uh, what does this dumbass idiot in Foxborough, Massachusetts, named by the name of Matt Fatass Patricia, have called for New England? Is this idiot going to be fucking eating him in a hamburger and ice cream on the side of the damn, you know, sidelines and fucking calling stupid ass shit or is he actually going to be sitting there fucking you know having a is he going to have a fucking playbook full of denny shit or is he actually going to be doing his fucking job this son of a bitch um so i don't know it's just going to come down to that for me honestly tell us how you really feel brandon yeah no doubt (laughs) the fandom is real right oh man (laughs) 
Uh, okay, I'll add to that. I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be a bounce back game for the Patriots as well. I think they get it together. They're going to look good. Their offense is going to uh, put up points. They won't flounder like they did last week, even with uh, uh, fat ass Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> even if he is like, I mean, what do they eat in Arizona? I mean, is he going to get like a barbecue or something? I don't know what they have there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what do they got? What do they got in Arizona? I'll tell yeah, you what like, they got in Arizona. They rattlesnake. They, they got. They, well, they got some video. They got some video games. I heard yeah, that yeah. they I have know that pretty because, good. You know, they, uh, they have a quarterback. Yeah. That, uh, they yeah. would rather watch video games than play fucking football. <laughs> right. Right. At the end of the game, maybe uh maybe uh they'll exchange gamer tags. Right, exactly. <laughs> I have no interest in this game at all, with the exception of my fantasy football league. And um, you know, because I have this little five foot five quarterback that runs around like crazy. Um, you know, and plays video games that's what he does for a living and got a big ass contract to do it so um and of course you guys know how my fantasy football team's doing because he's my quarterback yeah. Pretty well, hopefully, hopefully you won't be doing good this week. <laughs> right I, I have nothing uh in uh, nothing vested in this game at all um with the exception that a nfl east team is playing in it and um, I think the Patriots, the the Patriots, the the Cardinals are too fucking sloppy, dude. The, the they're not going to win. The Pat, Patriots are not going to win this game because of their offense or or you know fat ass Matt Patricia like you want to call him or Mac Jones. The Patriots are going to win this game because Bill Belichick's going to go in there and be more fucking disciplined and shut them fucking down. Judon is going to get another two fucking sacks. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, uh, right Jones is, uh, is have... going to get another fucking interception. And that's what's going to happen. They're going to shut them down because they're playing one of the most undisciplined fucking scrappy teams there is. And Bill Belichick wait, 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 is wait. all Which is Jones all are we talking about here? Hey, I would like to say Arizona's got one of the worst coaches. Corner. Oh, okay. Okay. The Cardinals got one of the worst Matt coaches Jones in the NFL right now. Think, the last right. three games. No, the corner, the rookie cornerback is going to get another interception yeah so let's hope because uh that okay, what'd you say rich we could not cover the life out of stuff on digs so he's got it he, no I, I was i was pointing out that arizona's also got one of the worst coaches in the nfl that's that's a guy yeah. that doesn't need to be coaching kingsbury yeah i would yeah, definitely agree with that Ke- cliff terrible. kingsbury is terrible so so yep All right yep a couple bad coaches in the last two games so there we go everybody's got the patriots yep everybody's got the dolphins uh rich got the eagles me and brandon are going with the giants everybody's riding cowboy fever and the um, did all three of us say bills all three of us said bills no i got the jets you got the jets rich got the jets and me and brandon are taking the bills so there you go there's your all's picks next week come and um join the show tuesday Thursday, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And uh, do me a favor. I just told you all the picks. So listen to that. Come back Tuesday and talk shit in the comments um, about how bad we suck and how bad we got it wrong. Um, so there you go. All right. Sound good? Yeah. NFC, yeah. East, NFC East gets to uh, shine on these for all these primetime games this time of year. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, I really, I really like, uh, like I, I did say earlier, the Miami Dolphins um, are five and six out of their their last six primetime games. They're five and six, and um, so it's awesome to see um, 
them being flexed back to back weeks in into primetime games. And to me, this is this is the answer, uh, Rich, um, to the uh, Justin Herbert um, crowd because that, that's this is all Miami Dolphins fans have asked for was to give Tua a chance in primetime to shut everybody up, and that's what they're doing. And and it comes against Herbert, we could shut him up and then go to Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? And if, if, I'll tell you what: if Tua if Tua shuts up Herbert and then shuts up Josh Allen, and we end up and the Dolphins end up sweeping the Bills this year, if if, if I don't hear Tua talk in the top five quarterbacks, then you all are crazy. You know what I'm saying? But you know he didn't play like that against San Fran, so let's wait and see, right? Yeah, but most people, most quarterbacks don't. I would. I, that's going to be more of an outlier than an. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it's a lot better defense than either either one of the defenses they're going up against in the next two weeks. Yeah, so. and, and it'll be a different offense. So, yeah, right. But uh, this is all Miami Dolphins fans have asked for was for that spotlight on Tua, and now it falls all on Tua. So yeah. let's see, let's I see, uh, Mister Accurate. You know, uh, so yeah. we'll see. Right, it's gonna be good. All right, I'm, I'm gonna. Watch all right, it. cool. All right, everybody. So once again. Make sure to follow the show. Um, you can follow the podcast on Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast. iHeartRadio. Uh, iHeartRadio. There you go. Um, Facebook. You're on Facebook. NFL East Facebook group. Come join the group. You could be watching I mean, us live. Can we even call that group the NFL East anymore? I, I just find any articles about any kind of injuries. I just post that shit on there. Yeah, yeah. We don't well, even do yeah. We do all 32 teams on that shit. Exactly. But teams in the N- NFL East play everybody. So there you go. There, yeah, there, that's there. true. <laughs> there you go. It's really just a, it's a really cool NFL um fan group uh that you know we just got stuff going on over there come and make it better you can watch every episode of nfl East podcast on youtube make sure to like share subscribe nfl boy brandon's getting ready to get off here and go call this game he calls every thursday game so he also calls other games go to his page check it out that's nfl boy brandon on youtube i'm mr mcdolphin you can follow me on instagram or twitter mr mcdolphin 73 you could be watching this live on our twitter account at east nfl you could be watching this live right now right now if you were uh, on twitter at east nfl that's how you find us that's how you check us out that's what you do so all right fellas until tuesday are we out enjoy sunday sunday's gonna be fun okay brandon i'm probably gonna jump on with you sometime Sometime, sometime, Sunday night, something like that. I don't Sunday know. Night, yeah, I was actually getting ready to ask, do you want to be on there on Sunday night? Okay, I I, I might. It depends. All right. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, depends how pissed off I am. All, All right. right. All right, y'all. But we will be back in the NFL East podcast. We'll be back Tuesday, 7 o'clock Eastern. Check us out. Until then, we out. Peace.